destruction, music breaking praise, militant straight edge vegan assholes, taking hurting bird fire society, breaking something, uh, stand up, whatever. PETA. PETA. Animals in a fire, hurting. Oh, man. I can only go to Grasshopper in Austin when I come to Boston. <laughs> That's called oppression. <laughs> Welcome to our nightmare stoppies. Oh, man, it's uh, woo. We're we're going hardcore, as you as you might have noticed with that intro. Uh, it's we're here for another week of uh, bad music, good times. And uh, I'm one of your hosts, Heather Mack. I'm Mike Dunn, your other host. And uh, yeah, today we're going to be talking about uh, militant vegans. Because we don't want to have... Militant straight-edge vegans. Oh, sorry. Militant straight-edge vegan hardcore band Earth Crisis. Me- metalcore, perhaps? Metalcore. Metal There's too many hyphens, and all of them suck. But anyway, yeah, we're going to be talking about them today, because uh, we don't like fun uh, or enjoyment. We're going to be miserable uh, together, but loudly miserable uh, at a breakneck pace. <laughs> <laughs> um, and to do that, uh, we invited a veritable hardcore kid um, Definitely hardcore than both of us. Uh, oh yeah, I mean I'm a poser. I call myself questionably hardcore. Uh, <laughs> hardcore question mark? Yeah. See, but hardcore doesn't usually leave a lot of room for nuance, so we're gonna have to have you choose a, a completely militant identity for the rest of the day, please. Yeah, we're no? gonna need to see uh, all your zines. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And to check them for purity of ideas. Uh, I only have a K-pop uh, <laughs> zine, so well, <laughs> I think I found out. Well, there's the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so we have uh, Ryan Shea on the show with us today. Hey. Hey. And Ryan Shea is a local comedian. Uh, he also does a podcast about retro games that we'll talk about. Not so sec- much about retro games. We just play them because I was like, uh, I can't keep up with real games. And, <laughs> and I was like, if people can watch Joe Rogan talk to people, people can watch me talk to people while playing, you know, Blades of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> is that what hardcore that kids do when they grow up? Is they just, <laughs> then they yell about video games in their parents' basement? Yeah, they either get really into video games, really into hockey, or really into hockey video games. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> People said I couldn't digress anymore, and I was like, I could prove you wrong. (laughs) Um, So uh, that podcast, which we'll talk about, I'm sure, but it's called My Parents' Basement. And uh, he is also the big reason why we invited him on the show. Um, Well, also, you know, because he's he's funny, and we need funny people, especially for a day like this. This (laughs) Questionably hardcore, questionably funny. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen, in 2013, he was the comic in residence in the Boston Comedy Studios. (laughs) You're going to keep that. explicitly said don't say that because it's like the worst fucking credit salt in the wound it's not the worst credit but it's just like it's it's six years ago and it's like my only credit it's just like yeah I did that six years ago it'd be exciting if it was newer well, well we're starting off on the right foot by yes. bringing up the one thing you told, <laughs> you us, told not us not to the other the, ma- the major credit that we, we have you <laughs> that we want to emphasize on the show and another reason we have you here is because you uh, were formerly in Probably multiple hardcore bands. You oh, you can't pick just one. I mean, but uh, in Drop Anchor, based out of Boston, you were the vocalist and songwriter. Tell us about Drop Anchor. Tell us about your hardcore past. About my hardcore past? I actually didn't start that band. I was in a band prior to that called The March, which ironically enough, the name doesn't 
come from an Earth Crisis song, but it kind of does because I said, let's be forced March, which is from Destroy the Machines. Yeah. Um, the first record. Destroy the Machines generally regarded as a good record. It, yeah, you disagree, but... <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, it's... I, I listened to it, you know, because I hadn't... I never really super got into Earth Crisis. Like, I had friends who were into them and stuff, and they'd, be, you know, play it in the car or whatever, but... uh I listened to I listened to that because it's regarded as their best album, and I was like, "Oh, this is it's fine." I mean, if yeah. I'm being totally honest, it's really not a good record. <laughs> I like the I like my hardcore fast. You know, these guys are very yeah, they're very slow. They're very slow, and good thing you didn't listen to Gamora Season End because that record's just like, dun, 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 dun. it's like, what are we doing here? <laughs> um, but yeah, so there was that band, and I was the one that started that band, and then we broke up. And um, it was a weird moment in my life where like five bands asked me to sing for them, and I was like, "Ooh, what's going on?" And like the kid that was playing bass in my prior band that started this one was like, "I want you to ask, you know, I want you to sing in my band." And I was like, "All right, I'll just do that because you're the only ones that's kind of like." There were a bunch of people like there were a couple that was like promising people in it where I was just like, "You're." You've been in successful bands, right? Yeah, have been on like ma- like major hardcore labels. We were practicing in New Bedford, and um, I get there, and it's just like um, it's a dude from like a band that was in our old practice space that was across, and I was like, "Oh, you're here?" I was like, "Didn't we like make fun of you and you liked it?" And he was like, "Yeah, that's why I'm here." I'm like, "All right, that's cool." <laughs> <laughs> but he was like a super metal dude that was just like crazy shred. It turns out that that seems to be like a big crossover, especially with this album. It's like metal and and punk, I guess, or metal and hardcore is is not too opposed to one another. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In fact, I'd say that this Slither album by. Uh, you know, that we're listening to today by Earth Crisis kind of exposes how tenuous the the bridge between hardcore and new metal really is. <laughs> I mean, I think you could say that about a lot of '90s hardcore. It's tra- that's true. The late '90s and like the first couple years of the 2000s were uh, was a really weird time for hardcore. Yeah, and there's there's those bands that get caught in transition. Like some of them kind of like, if you look at old flyers, like you will see like weird like. There's definitely like corn flyers with like them with like hardcore bands and stuff like that. Yeah, well, they play with Biohazard all the time, right? And like, well, Biohazard's sick. Yeah, but (laughs) Biohazard is also like sort of borderline hardcore, borderline new metal. You you have to listen to the first Biohazard record. (laughs) (laughs) So what what drew you to hardcore then, either of you? Because I know Mike Don, you you. Well, look, I was I'm just opposed. Look, I uh, I was a punk. Okay, I (laughs) hardcore was scary. Uh, right. But I still like enjoyed. I was a ska kid, yeah, but that's <laughs> just I was I was too though. Like you know what I mean? I still have that under my belt. Like <laughs> yeah, your checkered belt. Yeah, <laughs> with, of the, with the seat belt. I've got my wingtips and like. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got but, nice slacks. I uh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing punker than slacks. <laughs> but yeah, in high school, like hardcore was really. I was I was in the, on the South Shore in high school in the early to early to mid two thousands when hardcore beat down hard hardcore specifically was really like right. the th- fucking thing were you were you in high school and boston beatdown came out and that, yes. gave you, yeah. that gave you the fear well no i mean i went to some of those shows like from time like mostly i was going to like you know punk shows to see like 12 cent and like dark buster at like vfws and shit <laughs> but every once in a while i would go to fucking 
uh, Romans in oh, Brockton. Yeah. yeah. And that place was fucking crazy. That place is crazy for a number of reasons. <laughs> oh, really? Fucked. Do tell. <laughs> well, it, the downstairs, it, it was kind of a biker hangout. An yeah. infamous biker gang hangout. Interesting. Yes. Okay. And it was like, it was, there were a lot of also like infamous crew dudes that like were into hardcore that were there. And it, w- you knew it was fucked up when you were fucking around and a crew dude came up to you and goes, be careful of those bikes because if you touch one of those things, I can't help you. And like, that's the toughest guy you've ever seen in your life saying, I can't do shit. Like, yeah. that's terrifying. <laughs> yep. I remember the bikers. And then the, it was basically like, it was like a triple decker that was turned into like a biker hangout. And the second floor, they would have shows on. Or was it the third floor? I think it was just two floors, wasn't it? Yeah, actually, maybe it was just two floors. Yeah. The second floor was the, the hangout. The yeah. second floor, they would have shows uh, where the only rule was don't break up fights. And people would just like, there was these these crew guys. There was a lot of FSU guys. Do you know what FSU friends, is, Heather? Friends fuck shit up. It's friends Sandy United. Yeah. 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 It's Jesus. this calling it up by name. I know. Oh, Do you think uh, they're, we... they're going to come for me? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, dude. I'm not yeah. saying anything other than I was scared of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Still am. <laughs> Be on our podcast? No. <laughs> we'll interview uh, you. <laughs> I can hook you up. <laughs> but it was started. Shit. It was this. It was this. Uh, this crew that started was started by this dude, Elgin James, who's now like a screenwriter who started the the he, you know that show Mayans MC the Sons of Anarchy spinoff no he's like the showrunner for that show now he, oh like, and he was an FSU he dude? started FSU started FSU and FSU started as him um and his hardcore friends and they would like rob and beat down drug dealers in Roxbury where he lived um see I was just like skanking in circles finger painting like I, I you know this was not my world but what it but it turned into this thing I don't know there were there were definitely some kids at my high school who claimed affiliate to FSU or at least claim to be mm-hmm. associated with them. Team Fun, they called themselves, I think. Oh, okay. And they would come to parties and, like, you know, piss in the shampoo bottles. There we and... go. Oh, there you're go. Team Fun. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let it be known to the listeners. We just uh, identified a tattoo that uh, identifies. So, wait, you were Team Fun back then, didn't I? No shit. Did you know, um, fuck, what's his name? <laughs> this is rapidly becoming less interesting to potential listeners, but I love this. I love this moment. There was a guy. A bunch who... of these assholes would go to parties, and they would just fucking ruin everything as I roll up my sleeves. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think he said that. I did not quite say that. I'm just saying the ones from I'm my high saying, school. I'm just saying that's what we did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that I may have jumped out a second story window by accident when shit went down. <laughs> well, I don't remember the dude's name. I just know that he. Wa- I avoided him for an entire summer because he wanted to beat me up because. I fingered his girlfriend <laughs> and didn't realize that they were going out. <laughs> so. Uh, anyway, that was my experience with hardcore. With hardcore was finger bagging a fucking hardcore dude's girlfriend. <laughs> that might be the hardest core thing that you could have done, Mike. Good for you. Good for you. Um, so what what draws you or drew you or continue? I don't know. Are you still, do you still identify as a, as a hardcore kid and what what drew it you to it in the first place um that is a good question <laughs> probably um this is embarrassing a very awful record that i still hold dear to my heart which is we all uh, have those. rollins band weight the one with liar on it that's a good album it's not like but no one no one's like 
That record's sick. And no. especially when it, no. if you're talking Rollins Band records, no one's like, that's the record. Everyone's like, that's the mainstream record. And it's like, yeah, that's why I got like, right. you know what I mean? That's my introduction to Henry Rollins. Right. And then you blow out from there. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was also, it was, I, what got me into hardcore, I think, was, um, was my war. By, uh, like, by Black Flag. So I think Rollins So was it was the music? Was it the lyrical content? Was it the like community that you were part of? Like what like I think specifically, it, right? I think I saw the liar video and I just saw that aggressive attitude and I was like, Oh, I kinda like this and then mm-hmm. I got the record and there's a song on it called Step Back and it's like one of my favorite songs off that record and he's just like, You're so fucking weak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just like, I'm like, this guy's fucking cool. Like, and, and how old were you around this time, right? I don't know, like twelve or thirteen. Right. <laughs> okay. So that's yeah. You know, young enough to be very impressionable by something like, like this is a tough guy. This is what a tough guy sounds like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't wrong, I don't think. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> I think for me, it was the energy, really. It was the energy, and actually, I mean, I think there was a, there was something appealing about the fact that the shows were scary. Yeah. There was something where you would, I would go to other shows, and it would feel like kind of a facade. Like, this is like, everyone's like posturing, like something they're not. Um, not that hardcore people don't do that, right. too, like I, constantly. But, yeah, but go out on a limb and say there was a little bit of posturing. And then, you know, it's like just... metal, metal, all the lyrics are about like fantasy shit and stuff Mm -hmm. and like with hardcore it was like um, it was exciting in 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 a in a way, you know. Even though it, even though I was too generally too cowardly to really <laughs> partake, you know, I would I would I was standing off. You and your flat I was standing, feet on the edge of the. Pit. I was on the edge of the pit, like <laughs> trying to find someone bigger to stand next to, who could you know position myself near their forearm, <laughs> nestled in the crook because of their Because there elbow. were dudes, there were fucking huge, huge right. dudes in the pit, like in in. In these days, like that was the thing was to be fucking like just fucking like a truck, <laughs> just a couple of trucks would truck like run feet. the pit at every show. Believe me, I know I was at a show once, and uh, one of these trucks, crew, crew dude, by the way, crew yeah. dude, um, he's just dancing, he spin kicks right in the balls, straight in the balls. And uh, there's a kid there from Connecticut that I know, and I'm um, just like, whoo. Oh, he's like, you're not going to do anything about that? I'm like, two things here. <laughs> and he just turns to me and goes, is that a crew dude? I'm like, yeah, big time. But even if it wasn't, like, look at that guy. Like, right. That's not, like, that's not a dude you fuck with. Like, that is just a giant man. And And I think you hit on something here, too, which is that these are... It's all men, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. it's well, just if... all men and almost all white men that are part of these. Well, there are also dudes who would just, if there were girls at the show, would just intentionally punch them in the face. Yeah, how dare they exist? And they're oh, that makes that me was so like, angry. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, it's definitely it's a very masculine. It's yes. a, it's an outlet for unchecked male aggression more so even than a musical genre. Like <laughs> it's more about getting the aggression out. It's it is it is like probably the most. Toxic masculine fucking <laughs> is music genre the, of all yeah. time. I don't think so. Mm. I mean, this and like maybe rap. I don't know. No, I don't even think rap is that toxic. Uh, because at least, and I will give Gangster this a little rap. bit credit. I will give this a little bit of credit in that. Um, I think. Well, I don't know because I think back to what Dahlia said on our other show about like you know I'm glad you're making music 
you know, white white men. I'm glad you're making music instead of like resorting to violence. Yes, but <laughs> and no, in this, this case, it goes it's hand both. in hand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But my question is: Would you rather see that? Like, and you'd be like, I know what this is. That's very visual. I see what you are. Or would you rather be behind closed oh, doors right. and fucking Kenny G being like, and then behind the doors <laughs> just like slapping people? Like, you know what I mean? Right. right. No, it's so true. That's a really good point. Yeah. Um, and maybe this was, you know, a a safer in some ways. Le- like because at least there were rules maybe it's like, a safe it? space for dudes who need to fight each other yeah well it was essentially like think about like you're picked on in high school and then now you've got this thing and then unfortunately it becomes high school within a right. thing right. And, then, so, like, and, and kinda, what's the difference so between complex. that truck it's, and the fucking linebacker like football jock at your fucking high school that treated you like shit you it know what did I mean? get very jockified in the around the time Slither came out I yeah feel like. <laughs> which I feel like is a, probably a good segue for us to start talking about this fucking album yeah huh? we haven't even touched on oh the fucking earth crisis yet so earth crisis on top you know first off the earth is in crisis <laughs> yes let it be known <laughs> yes, true people are out that's here. about as much as i'll agree with <laughs> over the course of this uh album um came out in 2000 right yep. right on the cusp right in the the, the armpit the <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking sweaty <laughs> Pit stained. <laughs> People thought the computers were going to go bad, but it was hardcore that went bad when Y2K happened. Yeah. That was the- <laughs> and turned into new metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this this band, they are often confused as hardline. They're not quite hardline. Hardline being uh, straight edge, vegan, only organic food, no uh, sugar, no hydrogenated oils, no sugar, uh, no sex except for purposes of procreation. Oh, yeah, anti-homosexual. Also, what the fuck? Um, I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah, because it's against the natural order, you know, because because they're because yeah, homosexuals an, have sex because you can order. only have gay sex not for the purposes of procreation. So oh. it's against their ethos. Um, what so, if it was like gay dudes just wanted to hold hands and they're like, we're not gonna bang, we're just gonna. Also, fuck that. <laughs> I don't care. Well, I'm just curious. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if we're, if we're like, are they just straight homophobic or they're just like, they just anti sex? You know what I mean? Right. Or right. anti sex for pleasure. It's right. very. I'm it's, not taking the side. I'm just like, yeah. kind of like trying to see where the line right. is. Yeah. I mean, it's very, it's weird because it's so, um, it's trying, you know, it's, it's trying to be like very uh, revolutionary and radical, but then also like loops back around in the horseshoe to being like Christian conservatism. Yeah. I don't like that. That's uh, yeah. terrible. So, Earth Christ is kind of on the cusp of that. They're not homophobic yeah. uh, necessarily, and but they are anti-abortion. Yeah. They're like militantly anti-abortion. That like bums me out when you sent me that thing. I was yeah. just like, oh, this is so... I'm still going to listen to the records. <laughs> yeah. And they're super straight edge, super vegan. Um, you know, they would have, you know... There was this, this whole sub-genre of um, hardcore where not only like... Like, I mean, you know, dudes are fighting each other at shows for whatever reason they can find, but there's definitely dudes at, in straight-edge sects who would, like, just beat people up for drinking beers and shit. And I was think, that, like, a regular... That was, like, a regular enough thing that that happened on... I don't think it was regular enough, but I think that when it happened, it happened on, a uh, like, a high level. Like, yeah. it wasn't like, you know... That dude got beat up because he had a beer. I think it was just like that place got burned down because it was a bar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Firebombing bars. Yeah. Wow. Um, wow. I didn't know all of this. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's a, it was Fuck. a big thing. And so Earth Crisis. The Earth's in crisis. Earth but let's crisis burn down some buildings. <laughs> tacitly endorsed that without outright endorsing it. I feel like. Did they outright endorse? <laughs> Ryan's no, they- face is telling me that they outright endorsed it. I still feel like like. <laughs> 
I still remember every lyric to Firestorm, and that just tells me, just like, yeah, yeah, if, you, if you're not straight edge, just fucking, you know, just beat the shit out of someone. <laughs> yeah, Firestorm with Yikes. the lyrics, let the roundups begin. Yeah, it's yeah. about rounding up and murdering drug dealers, essentially. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's violence against violence that the roundups begin, a firestorm to purify the bane that society drowns in. Yes. And then the ending is corrupt politicians, corrupt informers, corrupt enforcement all must fall. We have risen to their call. I do like that they hate cops. I appreciate that. <laughs> but then they become cops of right, their, yeah, own, they're, they're I, their own ideologies. <laughs> they're, that's so fucking ridiculous. They hate cops, but they do police. Everybody. Uh, yeah. That's not like them. Militantly. Militant. <laughs> That's the military is in the fucking word, you chumps. I found this quote from Ian MacKay from uh, Minor Threat and Fugazi about uh, militant straight edge shit because he kind of started uh, the straight. He, he was a big. He started the straight edge thing in right. the in the eighties yep. with with Minor Threat. Yeah. But he said his quote is uh, when the militant thing came about. Obviously, these people's issues were not just about being sober. They were about power and violence and anger and how to get that shit out of their system. There was a period of time where I thought if someone kills me, it's probably going to be some militant straight edge guy. <laughs> Yikes. He also would like to say that earth crisis tickets were too high priced. <laughs> <laughs> probably were all right so we're gonna get yeah anything more than free or them giving you a five spot even though before like coming here i was like i'm watching a live video from 2017 they're kind of killing it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, all right we gotta get it but anyway this. <laughs> it can be argued that for a while they were making pretty good music and then in 2000 they dropped slither which is like a crossover new metal attempt i think yeah, they went like they got picked up by a major label, and this is the typical like hardcore bands. Like, wait, wait, we can make money, and then they're just like, "Fuck it, we'll do whatever we can. We're gonna start singing um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> for some reason." <laughs> yeah, and then also like rap metal's kind of in. Limp Biscuit like made it huge, so like let's kind of like follow that lead with a little bit of the. the that's like every fucking song that's on this every dumb song. What you're about to hear, Stoppies, is that every song on this album is a. Uh, that is what <laughs> what Ryan just did there. That's all it is. I I described this album as a as a metalcore Groundhog Day. Let's uh, get into track. Well, we're gonna we're gonna skip the intro. Right? No, we're not. <laughs> okay. According to Ryan, we are not skipping the intro. Let's get uh, plugged in here. Why why shouldn't we skip the intro? We shouldn't skip the intro just because I like the fact that they 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 cut it so that you could skip it. Like they knew it was so bad oh. <laughs> like, and we can like like what's the point of that it's just an extended intro of the song slither like it's right. slowly like leading into that but then they just like well well no one's gonna want to listen to this and it's like why put it on the fucking record <laughs> i mean you could say that about every song on the record. yeah that's that's kind of my point but I'm, I'm i'm willing to go along with you and also i'm scared <laughs> uh, um, oh we don't have to listen to it <laughs> <laughs> I can hum it. It goes. <laughs> and that's just the end. And then it just goes on the song. With Wait, is that what humming is to you? <laughs> Hissing? That's humming, humming this song, yeah. Humming the intro. All right. So we'll get into This is the first track that we're going to discuss on the album, which is the uh, title of the of the album, Slither. <laughs> Criminals help me to fix your minds Since the love is no out the world to lies 
That singing part was the true line where everyone heard that and they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was trying to put my finger on what band, uh, what, like, that sounded like. And I feel like, was it Fear Factory? I yeah. feel like that was like very Fear Factory, those vocals. There's a lot of de- derivative deliveries here. There's a lot of things that I kept hearing these songs and being like, this sounds like this other song. And it just sounds like that era. It smells like that era. It's like Axe Body Spray. Well, they definitely like, like grabbed all those successful like alt-rock, new metal like records and definitely were like, all right, what can we put in this to like make us be that next thing right right and uh, the uh, the answer was nothing new apparently <laughs> right <laughs> this, and, and did they even get big from this like was this like they, were on, they broke up after this oh they were on a major label though they played like large fest i think they were probably one of the most successful hardcore bands mm-hmm. like they played Ozfest. yeah Ooh, yeah that's right they played the first which is Oz crazy fest. because all those bands like do hella drugs right it's literally ozzy the fu- he's he <laughs> is drug, he is like, drunk <laughs> like that is like the ultimate sellout move if you're being like yeah. totally honest. Also at a at a festival that I'm sure was not carbon neutral in any way, shape, right. or form. Oh, yeah, right? no, like, that's super unethical, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure there was consumption of animals. I'm sure he didn't pull a Morrissey at Riot Fest yeah. when he was like <laughs> Oh yeah, we saw Morrissey or we didn't actually we we, we saw about t- Five minutes of Morrissey, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Morrissey played Riot Fest in Chicago, which we go to almost every year. Because, like I said, I'm a poser. Uh, <laughs> what and, are you talking about? It's awesome and great. Uh, no, it is. It is great. Um, and we saw. Uh, and in order for Morrissey to play, they had to ensure that all animal matter was removed from the premises before he got there. So they had to yep. shut down all of the food stations <laughs> and take out all the trash. And then he was still like an hour and a half late. Yes. So it was like every nobody could eat for like fucking five hours because <laughs> of fucking Morrissey and his yeah. fucking ego. But Earth Crisis, I guess they'll just play Oz. They'll just do play Oz. Yeah, Fest. go ahead. You know, everyone, I'm sure, was eating. But meanwhile, they'll be calling people sheeple. <laughs> so, what you're sa- so what you're saying is Earth Crisis should only play with Mer- Morrissey is what I'm saying. <laughs> Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, they're definitely peas in a pod, I'd say. Vegan, uh, non-GMO peas. <laughs> um, Probably, it, uh, Morrissey, I assume, also hates abortion. Uh, he hates, uh, He, I think he hates women. How much of it is Muslims. just do they hate women? We'll move on with that. We'll, we'll discuss that later. Um, let's, let's go to some of these lyrics here. So um, it's the end of this era in time, and which because you can't, also, I'm reading these because you can't fucking understand a no, word they make, they make no that they are saying. Sense. Which, again, is something that I'm going to call them out for because if your messaging is what's so important and the words that you're saying are so critical because you're trying to, like, inspire people by your message to, like, follow your ideologies, that you would think you could fucking enunciate for, for a second. So let's listen to some, some lyrics here. We have, it's the end of this era in time. No respect for life. It's all crossed the line. Human wolves slowly train the human cows to repress instinct and run into their mouths. Something sinister behind the scenes. Formulas for suppression pushed into brains. Sheeple accept without questioning. Reactionaries swallow the whole thing. Yeah, the lyrics are very like wake up sheeple, but then it's Yikes. never it's never like wake up to what? 
to what? Yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very general. Also, the one that I, like you you went over the line that I was like, look at this garbage. Was the right. the human, human will cows. slowly train the human cows? I'm like, I hate this. So articulate <laughs> that better. <laughs> right. Well, and like let's let's parse that out here, right? So if they're human cows, then they're not animals worth saving. And also, like, wait, humans are animals too. Um, sheeple are animals too. Why, why can you just say the wolves train the cows? Like, right. Is, is anyone going to be like because they don't want to insult cows yeah. and wolves? If animals are so, <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to compare the fucking cows. But they're and using wolves. these animals as pejoratives. They're calling like yes. you, they're really dissing sheep by yeah. talking. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Uh, well, and it actually calls back to some of the other shit, which I you know I'm sure we'll get into a little bit more. But like, what's so fucked up about PETA? There's a lot of things fucked up about PETA. Um, but what you know, one thing they tend to do is they've had you know they've had uh, images where they compare pregnant women to cows and stuff like that and they're yeah. Peter also know. runs fucking kill shelters oh, that just totally, slaughter yeah. tons of animals oh they're s- super hypocrites yeah completely but they um and all of their money is spent on their PR which is insane um but yeah they love love comparing humans to animals in a way that's pejorative and meant to make you ashamed of yourself enough to then maybe not eat animals I guess I don't fucking know dude no burgers are dope like <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah I was gonna ask are you do you identify as vegan or straight edge um so uh i am straight edge uh, i guess I, I some people might say questionable straight edge because i do, do use cbd oil now okay non-thc cbd everybody oil. everybody and their grandmas are using that cbd oil so yeah I think- so like if someone's gonna fight me on it, i'm like i don't you can have it like i'm not like it doesn't mm-hmm. bother me if you're like you're not straight edge, like whatever but like mm-hmm. yeah i'd say i, I yeah am, you know what i mean and for how long was that like a lifestyle choice you made early on with uh since i turned 21 wow so i'm 37 now. wow yeah cool nice. hey you look 25 so that's how it, that's why people are straight <laughs> you're, edge. you're one of the few i know who stayed straight edge yeah, yeah. like there's a well, there's a dark path a lot of straight edges go down <laughs> yeah. where it's like all right well now it's I, like rum springer for the for the amish <laughs> or something the, well, they'll, no well they'll do a drug and they'll be like oh wait this rules and that's then they're like i can just do drugs now <laughs> but i think and i would get super addicted to shit. my thing was i went the other way everyone says true till 21 i was yeah. true at 21 you know what i mean interesting yeah. so yeah you like you went hard on on the substances and then were like, <laughs> you were like yeah, i'm yeah, good yeah. I, I was riding the age train i went that hard <laughs> <laughs> you know you know, no, I, but I mean, I drank and like I smoked pot like a handful, like 20 times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, when I, st- I had actually stopped drinking a little bit before that. And then, right, like, I think on the night of my 21st birthday, I drank one more time. And then, like, I woke up and was like, I'm never doing that again. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that was just like, there was no, like, I just didn't enjoy it. And yeah. th- there was no, like, I never heard, like, a message from a sign was like, yeah. He's got this right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was like that it aligned with stuff that you had already kind of yeah. discovered about yourself about well, like this is not a thing. Well, it's like I that I'm into like I was a quiet kid like growing up and like it took me a while to be like come out of my shell. But like when I drank, I came out of my shell like too, too, yeah. too strong. You know what I mean? Right. I'm like, yeah. this is problematic. Right. Um, so like, don't be I that need, like a partial shell. Yeah, yeah. 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 And um, and also like I like I'm too like aggressive. Like mm-hmm. and. 
I couldn't even imagine drinking now because there's no way I wouldn't like swing on someone just because like you know there's no rational thinking in my brain. If but if I'm... you swing soberly, then you're good with Earth Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, right? Listen, if I swing soberly, this is a I don't want to ch- be too aggressive. I'm just gonna get super into fucking hardcore and go yeah. to fucking. Like, it's come funny. On. I'm, it's... Say, I'm saying now. I'm know, saying now at this age. I'm fucking with you. If I swing at you, but now... not too hard. I promise. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> don't tell the fun crew. <laughs> they're they're after me. <laughs> No. It's funny if there's hardcore dudes who are just straight edge because if they don't, they just want to fight better. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love that. Well, and I think you know, and I can totally, I can relate to that. Not because I am straight edge at all, but there are definitely substances and experiences that I'm like, cool, not for me, right? My yeah. brain is like, nope, I'm not interested. And I think it probably would have been like affirming and empowering to like have a community that was like also saying like, yeah, there's a, you know, and and adrenaline to this day is still the best drug that I've ever experienced for sure um so you know i can get it i can get it especially in like formative years of like falling into this but i'm gonna say that i am swearing off fucking earth crisis for the rest of my goddamn life and i will <laughs> never imbibe i mean i am abstaining because it's just so You're militantly anti-earth crisis i am so militant because it's so fucking joyless what i'm wondering is what about this is ex- like is like wow that's the future I want to be a part of you know what I mean like so in my band uh, we were a straight edge band uh, but like we were never militant straight edge we were never like assholes we had friends that drank we didn't, you know we didn't care yeah. yeah but the first show we played and my friend to this day says we're insane for doing this is we did two cover songs first one being Firestorm by Earth Crisis <laughs> wow. which is their infamous most militant straight edge song ever right and the other was uh, In My Way by Judge which is also a, <laughs> a questionably hard uh, militant straight edge song and because um, the line in that Judge is, that's so appropriate yeah <laughs> <laughs> the what? line the oh, line yo, you know the, the most famous hardline band is called Vegan Reich oh my <laughs> I, oh yeah and well I want to get into these fucking comparisons between and that PETA does and that they kind of do but between like animal slaughter and the Holocaust, oh, but yeah. that's like that's another other... overlap with Morrissey. Oh, it's so infuriating. Anyway, continue. But uh, the line from the "In My Way" song by Judge is, "Those drugs are gonna kill you if I don't get to you first. <laughs> <laughs> um, My friends. And them. doesn't that just sum up the inherent <laughs> ridiculousness of this movement? <laughs> doesn't that just sum it up perfectly? The, well, I'm gonna kill you deader <laughs> than the drugs you're doing will. What's funny about it was the reason why Mike Judge... Because I love life so much? What? (laughs) The reason why Mike Judge broke up Judge was because he's like, people are getting too crazy with it. And he's like, that's not the message I was sending. And And then he started King of the Hill. (laughs) 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 Different Mike Judge, to be clear. (laughs) It'd be so sick if it was the same one. That'd be great. (laughs) Um, But my friend said he saw them live when they, they got back together. And he just did this long speech. And he's just like, this song I wrote about my uncle specifically. And it was in my way. So it wasn't about people that did drugs. It was about his uncle that did drugs. Oh, yeah. I mean, what does that make it better or worse? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, the other thing that just before we move on to the next song, because we got a few more to do and we really got to do them. We have a bunch more to do. Oh, God. At least like the merciful part of like a lot of hardcore is that it's so short. But this is unfortunately not. This not. Record. not this record. It's <laughs> no, 45 fucking minutes I know. long. That's, that's, like, that's a trap. That's an eternity for hardcore. Yeah. What are you doing? That's like three times longer than your average set. Yeah. You know, like a show. Well, because they're really like a new metal band. 
Yeah. Kind of. On this album, at least. <laughs> I, having some, like, background and liking for Earth Crisis, was listening to this, and I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> this is too, like, I was, like, messing you guys, like, this is too long. I, like, I'm three songs in, I'm like, I kind of don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. I'm like, this sounds like the best podcast in the world. And then I was like, three songs, and I was like, this is the worst thing to be on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have to listen to all of these songs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, that's why we don't have a lot of repeats. Oh, it's so nice meeting you. <laughs> no, just just kidding. We love we love you all. There was one other line in here that I just wanted to point out, which is, um, there is no reason the law-abiding should not possess the means to defend themselves. Yeah, yeah. So big they're like, Second Amendment uh, Big advocates. Second Amendment dudes, which, huh? You know, hey, you know what? I'm down, I'm down with it. I mean... Get your guns. Okay. Get your guns. <laughs> okay. Shoot the... Uh, well, yeah, how are you going to shoot the drunks if you can't have guns? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus. Listen, listen. You guys haven't heard the demo for Firestorm 2, but it's uh, get your guns, shoot the drunks. <laughs> Burn down the animal farm without the animals in it. Feed their corpses to the pigs. <laughs> Give the, Send the pigs to college. Twelve monkeys, Twelve monkeys had some good ideas. Jesus. Um, let's listen to the next song. Yeah, let's fucking do, let's, let's do this that. This one's called... Provoke. Provoke. Let's <laughs> go. Just think about it. Hey, that song is awesome. I know. Arranged. But this song. Provoke actually probably my favorite song of the album. Too. Probably because it sounds a lot like rearranged because you are a massive Limp Bizkit fan of the year of our Lord 2019. Well, they're also. Let it be known. This actually, if you take out the rapping parts and the singing parts, like the rest is a <laughs> serviceable sounds, hardcore yeah. song. Yeah, it sounds like Earth Crisis for the most part, which if anyone's like, that sucks though. It's like, yeah, that's, that, I'm not going to, if you're like Earth Crisis sucks, I'm not going to defend it. Like, if you're like, I love hardcore, and I think that's bad hardcore, but like, I get that. I totally get that. Yeah. It's just, it would have killed them to do, like, a two-beat at some point. Like, just speed things up a little bit. They're very they're very set in this in this groove stuff. Like, I think maybe the reason I liked this one was simply just for that one riff that went... You know, like, that, for a split second, is like, oh, this could be, like, maybe part of a converged song. I'm glad that that's where our... That's all it takes. Are. <laughs> it, it, it was more than open. He just going. <laughs> it actually sounds exactly like a convert song. The for whatever that song is. Who gives a shit? It's off Jane Doe. If you know Jane Doe, you, if you don't know Jane Doe, listen to Jane Doe. <laughs> I only listen to Petition in the Empty Sky. I'm, I'm that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Farewell note to the city. Oh wait, no, is that forever comes crashing? I couldn't tell you the names of the songs. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, farewell note to the Besides, city like, is, the, is the one that's like really emo. That's like. <laughs> Well, they're they're all fucking emo. <laughs> uh, all right, anyway, we're all talking right. about this. We're talking about this other band yeah. called uh, Earth, Earth Crisis. Crisis. Uh, also, um, very emo about animals. This is, uh, this is a limp veggie sausage and gluten free biscuit 
<laughs> Neil. <laughs> it's um it is very derivative of of Limp Biscuit. And then it has these fucking sanctimonious lyrics again. So we have the last of the last of the last of the sane. Uh, that's with, like the sickest part where they just re- yeah. repeat yeah. themselves. Yeah, that's like, that, that's why that's like my favorite. But song. then uh now now the most persecuted is one of the lines that they use. And I'm like, oh, really? Really? <laughs> go on. <laughs> Yeah. Do go on about how you were the first of all, like what a fucking god complex. You're the last of the last of the last of the sane. Everybody else, so you figured everything out. I'm you, just relating to this. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> You're right. Yes, go on. Yes. Um, so you know everything. You there's nothing left to learn. You're here. You know you're the last sane people on the planet. Everybody else is is insane um, or worse in in your mind. And then you're also the most persecuted white male vegans right are the most finally someone speaking the truth (laughs) are the most persecuted fucking people in society really and that's your whole fucking sanctimonious bullshit is about having such you know pure politics and yet you have no critique or thought of intersectionality whatsoever you right. are so completely oblivious to all of it. Listen, I'd say any the only people who are there are less of than women at a hardcore show are people of color. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, what the fuck? What a fucking dick. I hate... Ugh. That's. I mean... I, I just want to say that I ghost wrote those lyrics, so I'm pretty offended by this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you're, you're actually talking to the last of the last of the last of the last right now. <laughs> oh, I was in high school and I was going through some shit, okay? <laughs> Oh man, yeah, right. Because it sounds like somebody fucking wrote it in high school. Like that—that's because it's the kind of binary, like you know, black and white thinking that characterizes this entire album and maybe a movement. Sorry, uh, potentially not entirely, but we are going to get beat up for this, aren't we? Well, this is—we've been worried about I getting ro- sued for like the Metallica am episode. I wrong? But we're, we're, am I wrong? I'm sorry. Like I'm not—I'm not saying that it. I and I even—I even gave you some inches there by saying that I understand. We why said our you full be... names at the top of the show. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Did you say your MySpace name? Though? That's where they'll get you. That's where you'll, they'll get you. I am. I am not Ryan you. Threat. Don't don't repeat that. They'll get you and your entire top eight. Ryan Threat. I yeah. love that. Um, Shout out to Austin Police for having my MySpace fucking thing in their record. <laughs> Joe, not a cop, was one of your friends. Come on, Ryan, you should know better than that. <laughs> Come well, on. My, my friend was at the police station in the Team Fun like heydays when everything that was. They actually had all of our MySpace pro- wow. profiles printed out in in a record. Well, yeah, in the two in the early two thousands, uh, police um, all over the country were like considering straight edge hardcore kids to be a gang. Well, maybe that's and... the most anti racist thing that you guys ever did was that you fucking took some uh, heat yeah. off of people of color for a little while because they were worried about the fucking. Hardcore kids. <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were, to be honest, we were a bit of menace, like a menace to society. Yeah. But I'll, I'll say this: it's crazy to have a gang where you aren't selling drugs or making any money, and you're just, you're just in it for the criminal but, mischief. But you know what's funny about it is, it's like <laughs> so... we weren't a straight edge gang by any means. Like, <laughs> but like, yeah, no, no. The whole thing that came up with that, I'll, I'll speak clearly on this. Is it was friends that thought crews were just kind of goofy and stupid. So this was a, like, we'll take on your crew at basketball. We're a team. Like that. <laughs> but then we would just go to a party and have fun. And then like something would happen stupid that would kind of like, here's the thing. We weren't necessarily looking for the fight, but we weren't necessarily not looking for it. <laughs> right, right. And at the same time, it's like people, 
we were going to parties where people say they wanted to fight but didn't want to fight. And we were the kids that wouldn't back down from the fight. Right. Yeah. So so you were just calling people out on their bullshit. I mean, you know. I mean. It's you're, noble. You're, you're, yeah, I was going to say that that's a little bit over-glorified. Just like Earth Crisis. Sound, listen, so noble. Listen, our team was the last of the last of the last <laughs> of the last. <laughs> All right. I, think I, just, it, I just need to drive that point home. <laughs> and I think I've run that thing dry. Oh, no. We're going <laughs> to. I think that's the last of the last of the last thing we can really say about this song. We should move on to the next. Next one, which is called the Nemesis. Next of, the next of the next of the next. <laughs> oh, this one had a music video too. Oh, I did not watch it. It's really fucking stupid. This one actually, uh, if you're familiar with the hardcore band, No Warning, uh, very cut and dry. They stole this riff, calling them out. Yeah, well, they, they, they that'll be how we at. Um, what's his name? <laughs> We're not adding anyone. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is never going to see the light of day. <laughs> you don't want me to add the dude, dude's girlfriend? Carl. Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember his name. I know he worked at Tri Town in uh, Whitman with the guy who played guitar for Colin Arabia, but that's... that guy's name was Mike. I remember that because that's my name. <laughs> <laughs> I turned myself into a monster explains why this record exists. Like that is what I got out of that. This is just garbage. But that was the riff in there was the which is clearly ripped off my foot. No warning. Yeah. I thought the intro to this kind of slapped again and even the chord like the, it was good. It was good. But then when the singing happens it's terrible, right? Oh but yeah. the other part of it is pretty good. Um I did one of the comments on the YouTube video for this, which the video was like really fucking pointless. It's just like also only some like dude... four hundred views on most of these. Oh yeah, so I like... well no, this was this was like a music video that they sent to like you know Much Music and like MTV or whatever, and it's just some dude on a mattress in like a basement scrawling deep sharpie insights like no and evil and nemesis on the on the wall. But the the like comment was, I turned myself into a lobster. <laughs> to fight against the lobsters of the world. <laughs> that was pretty great. Yeah, I, Heather, you had messaged me um, asking if this album was funny enough, yeah. and I think that these sung vocals are <laughs> inherently funny. Yeah, <laughs> you know who else started doing these like vo- these singing vocals on their no songs? No warning, actually. Like, yeah, and you know, I was gonna say Tree. Um, yeah. Stoppies. If you're not familiar with Tree, they're a band that you're required to pretend to like if you're a Bostonian. <laughs> Nope, nope, I don't subscribe to that. (laughs) (laughs) Best tree story ever was I worked with a dude, and he's like, I bumped into Dave Tree, and he he was just like, hey, do you want to smoke weed with me? He's like, yeah, sure. And it was before it was like legal. And he's just walking through a crosswalk, lights up a joint, and he's like, I got to go back to college. And he literally went to college because he was so fucked up for him that he was just like, didn't give that much of a shit and just saw how like... <laughs> Wait, really? Is that, yeah, yeah. Is that the is that the peak of debauchery? Is smoking a joint at a crosswalk? Because well, no, I'm no. definitely. <laughs> I've probably smoked a joint at that exact crosswalk, <laughs> and I'm guessing it's the one between Harvard Ave and Com Ave in Austin. <laughs> but is it like 2000? Like, is it like 2007? And you're like 50. <laughs> listen, listen. 
listen, I'm going to be 50 and smoking joints yeah, and crosswalks for sure. My parents are still smoking weed. Yeah, so, all of our, all of our parents. I guess they, we they just all right, like, all right, you guys go hang out with Dave Tree. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm not saying I like trees. I'm not trying to, I'm trying to hang out with Dave Tree, but no. we'll smoke some trees. Hey, he does uh, great screen printing, printing work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've been hitting the vape pen. I haven't yet. I've I have. been trying to be respectful. <laughs> do, oh. do what you want, man. Are we? Uh, de- uh, hey, it's our podcast. We're we're respectful <laughs> as long as we're not, you know. I can't There's listen no to Earth pressure. Crisis unless I get high, dude. <laughs> have you ever listened to Earth Crisis on weed? <laughs> I think you could have just stopped that sentence. She's like, I can't listen to Earth Crisis. <laughs> <Done>. Period. <laughs> I mean, how could you with lyrics like this? So. I spared myself the pain they'll suffer when it all finally comes to haunt. Like this vegan <laughs> god complex is like that sounds like I, a Mad Lib also. But I I, I, I want <laughs> I would love for that to be oh, how they got their lyrics. Hardcore Mad Libs. Um, it's like the that com- seems like the most mark. You guys should sell so- that. <laughs> I'm not even joking. That's brilliant. <laughs> Market that. Yeah, but it's something where you need to word bank my yeah, favorite yeah, yeah, yeah. like hardcore shoes Saucony like you know what I mean like, <laughs> my favorite my favorite brand of hardcore is the ones uh, the, the bands where like all the lyrics are about how you're not my friend anymore <laughs> <laughs> A lot of lyrics about friends stabbing you in the back. <laughs> it's like, it's just some dude who fingered your girlfriend and <laughs> didn't realize that you were dating. I'm sorry, I didn't realize you were dating. She didn't tell me. <laughs> so should I not promote, put this on my Facebook for people to listen to just in case? No, this happened in 2004. I'm pretty sure the beef is squashed. I don't know, though. If there's anything I've found out, it's people like in bands like Earth Crisis can hold a hell of a fucking grudge. So <laughs> they're fucking pissed. I mean, my friend does have a, a new band, and the first song off the demo is "Fingered My Girlfriend," and I, you know, I, I feel like feel like having all this information might be about you. <laughs> Fingered my 2004 girlfriend. I believe. <laughs> Where did it happen? It happened in it happened in the a field behind my friend's house in this place he called my friend Craig's house. We called it Craigy Run. It was at a fire pit and some old moldy couches and. <laughs> Sounds like a place you someone would figure. Brought a, someone brought a gun there one time. That was crazy. <laughs> my friend, this dude, like stepped to my friend, and and then my friend was like trying to come at him, and he pulled out a gun. And it's like, dude, what are you doing with a gun at a suburban backyard party in fucking East Bridgewater, dude? Why? What are you doing with a gun going to an Earth Crisis show? We're fucking. You're shooting the drunks. <laughs> oh yeah, that's we right. already established Firestorm <laughs> Two. That's why you have the gun. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, okay. Shall we move on to the next song? The next song, Aggress. These fucking the song opposite titles. of progress is aggress. I like the song because it's been like provoke, nemesis, aggress. Up next we got conflict, followed by then meanie. I think these are all names you could say about taking a shit as well. I gotta go drop an aggressive shit. I gotta, I gotta aggress this dump right Especially now. Especially because they don't eat any dairy products. They must have like it must be pretty like backed up. I don't know. A lot of those leafy green. Will clear oh yeah, right that's. Out. I guess yeah, maybe that's the opposite of what I meant. The end. <laughs> <laughs>
I can't imagine it's being the producer enough. and hearing that and being like, yeah, dude, this is fire right here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like let me stroke your ego. You can <laughs> sing, man. Maybe they were afraid too. They didn't want to get shot. <laughs> it seems like they're doing some things that they do really well and then doing some other things that they should have never attempted. Like, right. uh, th- I keep getting tricked, sort of, like... By some of these riffs, which are kind of nice, and then although, they, and then they'll like go do Hoobastank vocals over them or something. I said that this song sounds like a garbage truck, uh, just because <laughs> there. It feels like a garbage you, truck. <laughs> don't insult garbage trucks like that. I, <laughs> Those dudes in the pit that I was scared of, the trucks. <laughs> As we were talking about that. My, the garbage truck was a legend in the scene. <laughs> <laughs> Garbage truck crew, look at my tattoo. I <laughs> GXTC. I um. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. I'm sorry that I agreed to this album. <laughs> like I was like listening to him like this is my fault. I, uh, <laughs> you gave me so many outs, and I was like, Nah, I'm familiar with this. This will be great. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was wrong. I was wrong. I did something that Earth Crisis couldn't do, and then admit that. I, uh... No, actually, Earth Crisis even I think admitted that. I found this interview with them. Um, no, they uh, they fake admitted it. They were like, "Oh well, it wasn't really the most di- like the the best direction we could have brought it, but we were glad because we went out of our comfort zone." So it was like, still, you can't yeah, really ever they, take responsibility. He for still it. said it. It probably wasn't the direction, the best direction for the band. That's not saying this was bad that is not that that's as close as he could get to having any amount of humility I believe the quote was this album rips but it wasn't the direction (laughs) (laughs) yeah and you're all fucking sheeple for ever criticizing it because that's the thing is this album was criticized even from the people who did like this band right this was kind of like a big departure I wonder if Buddy had reviewed this album I know I actually did find one pretty good review of it on Punk News no no it wasn't that one It it was a different one I'll find it um, okay. What were you gonna say? You had a you had a thing that you were. Oh, I was just saying because at the the very beginning of the song, there's like there's like different sections where it's just like different riffs, and it sounds like they legit put together like they were like, oh, we have all these extra riffs, and like we'll just smash it into a song because it's like and then it's like boom, and it's like there's no flow to the song. There's very like it's very chunky and choppy, and it just doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't come together very well. And it's just so yeah. fucking sanctimonious. And, and and it's like the entire moral of this album is because, you know, is saying like, because I perceive aggression in others, I will respond to it with more aggression. But if anyone so much as looks at like a packet of honey sideways, I will rip their spine out with my teeth. Like, how is that? <laughs> yeah, that's always been the kind of the the impasse with hardcore is it's like they they are right about a lot of things about what's fucked up in the world, but their response is to just fight unrelated people who are completely unrelated <laughs> right. to that. You know? Well, and again, and not have any n- understanding of like nuance or like uh, you know intersectionality or like identity, right? Like because. It's like easy to say, oh, everyone be fucking straight edge, hardcore vegan, right? Like, first of all, some people like, you know, have to use substances like, do do they, are they against all prescription medication too? Oh, um, hardline dudes are. Okay. Are these guys? Not straight edge dudes necessarily. I don't know. 
Okay, that's interesting. But like, I guess with the vegan food thing, like, you know, it's fucking expensive and like takes a lot more time. And if you're like low income and like trying to feed a family quickly, like maybe you can't be vegan. And is it really more ethical? You can't afford Oreos? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Listen, you can't afford Oreos Uh, and Sour Patch Kids and Doritos, the vegan diet? Yeah, I feed my entire family with fucking Oreos and Doritos. Um, Uh, The Doritos are part of the food pyramid because they're triangles. That's fact. You can only eat the sweet chili, uh, sweet spicy chili Doritos, the the purple bag. Those are the only uh, vegan ones. Really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I've been doing it all wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> My life is a lie. I broke the edge. Wait a minute. Way is not vegan? Oh. And then they kill him. They <laughs> burn him at the cross. <laughs> um, yeah, this was the review I found that was pretty, um, that I thought was pretty good. That uh, was from a sh- <laughs> it's 1999, adequacy.net. Um, and... He says, I really don't like being preached to, whether it's set to music or not. It's the same thing as sitting in church. Here are the beliefs. If you don't agree with all of them, then you are cast out of the community. Well, in this case, you'll be like uppercut out of the community, right? At least with church, you don't get beat up by malnourished uh, no, teenagers. No. First, of all, first of all, you don't get uppercutted. You get sucker punched. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and then curb stomped. <laughs> so let's be clear. Um, I'm going to say this, just continuing from this, uh, this review, because this is pretty great, um, which is... Animal rights awareness and a straight edge ethos are both commendable, but when they occur at the expense of human rights, it becomes an idea only metal meatheads could have masterminded. I saw no difference in mentality between these kids and the street gangs on Syracuse's east side, whose grim plight those whiny white kids in the suburbs could give two shits about. Mm. So that's a really good point. I think that like I th- a good context for for this album and I think for this movement in some ways in general of like it's like if you just focus on these two like on the issues of like eating meat and like ingesting substances you're missing so much other shit you know what it's i mean it's true yeah it's so myopic it's so narrow minded and it's like ah uh, i don't know it it's it, I don't see the problem with tunnel vision. <laughs> <laughs> right. Listen, just... I have a point, and it's the only thing I see, and I'm just going to say what I say ignorantly and not think about anything else around it. <laughs> right. right, and never That's... question the fact that I'm only surrounded by white men who believe the same thing as me, and doesn't that kind of like give you... Hey, like... Elgin James was half black. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I... Still is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Good and this, Good this, yeah, And this article actually goes right out and says it like the whole thing kind of reeks of fascism which i'm not too i don't know we are gonna get our asses kicked heather (laughs) i'm I'm taking an intellectual perspective here and really like zooming out of this like what does make this different in like than like i don't know i'm trying to compare it to like another musical movement or like ideology that was so intense or like church or a cult actually is it a cult Listen, it's just really good music. It's just really good music. I relate to it. <laughs> I just don't see how you're not grabbing on as a female. <laughs> like, this doesn't speak to you? It's probably my inferior chromosomes or whatever. But, you know, who knows? Maybe you have to be a big man. Maybe you got to yeah. be a big, big, strong man. If only I was a truck. <laughs> um, so we should, we'll, we'll move on to some other songs. But I do think that that's an interesting art undercurrent for us to potentially revisit here so let's it's like it's you know some there are definitely there definitely are 
fascist hardcore bands, you know? Like, right. there's a lot of super patriotic. And these guys were supposedly anti racist. I mean, they. These guys are like. Ex- these guys are just. not racist. I don't think so by any means. Yeah. I wouldn't even. No. Their politics are like super far left, except they're pro life and except like. Pro in the Second Amendment stuff. Yeah. It, it's. I don't think they could be racist because, you know, it's a life. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because right. they're, they're so very like. Right. All lives are equal all unless you drink. Right. All, all lives matter except for. Uh, wait, is killing brain cells the next? Oh no, bio no, machines no, bio is bio next. Machines. Okay, well let's go into this. This is bio machines, which is a whole fucking like I don't know dystopian story about. Uh, yeah, is this a genetically modified foods or something? I don't know. There's a lot of like animal lyrics testing. about like robots and fucking like. Yeah. For some reason, uh, I wrote worst hunk of shit I've ever heard, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember how it sounds like. Take it back. Best shit I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, there's like this one's weird, rough. This this one's that, like, rough. Weird funk part in it that's like wow wow with it's like that like kind of almost like wah pedal kind yeah. of thing. You know, I I did read an interview with them uh, with uh, the singer where he talked about being a fan of like the Chili Peppers and Fishbone. And he, so I that's I'm sure that's on purpose. He's like, yeah, let's get we'll get funky with this one. We got a wah pedal. We got a flanger. Hell yeah, that's all we need. <laughs> we have a we have a extremely rigid ideology that we uh, yes <laughs> refuse to hear any critiques. What's about? more funk than that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's more funky than uh, dogma? <laughs> Um, and more punk. What's more punk Atomic than... Atomic dogma? <laughs> oh. Oh. Also, if he's saying he likes Fishbone, definitely not racist. Yeah, no, I don't... Oh, I, I'm, no, I, I don't wasn't saying that they were. I don't, I don't think so either. I don't know why I'm trying to back this no, up. Like, no, I, no, no. We I have no reason to believe that they were. We think they're dicks, probably, yeah. but I don't think we're, that they're racist. <laughs> they're actually probably one of the few non-racist people we've done on the show. Right, yeah, that's true. What if like you met them and it was like Wayne's World when they meet uh, Alice, Alice Cooper? Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's pronounced Milwaukee. Like, like one of those moments where you're like, these are actually nice, reasonable. Like, yeah, we were a little bit confused at the time. We got our head on straight. We're all about everyone's equal. And you know what? If you no, want to drink, it's okay. I'm pretty sure they came out with recent new albums that they are did. very much in line with this. And let me tell you something kind of sick. I'm not going to lie. New kind of so it's like, not so no, new metal-y? No, no. After this record, they kind of, they, I think there was another one after it like that was somewhat recent called Breed the Killers. And it actually isn't, it's nothing to mention about. Well, they broke up for a few years after this record. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then I think they did that record. And then there was another newer record that has a song called Against the Current. And it, it rips. It's so good. It's a straight-edge song. And it's... Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. It's super good. And it's just super heavy. It's I'm, like, I've never been straight-edge, but I do... I like some of those fucking straight-edge yeah, songs. Yeah, totally. Like, you know, I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah. 
fight for what you believe in. <laughs> and, and I guess, yeah, and none of us are, like, against that. It's not like, oh, fucking beer is so important and you're all missing out. It's like, no, like, you're, you're choosing a lifestyle that is maybe different. Um, and, like, we can understand that nuance exists in Definitely the world. saving a lot of money. <laughs> right. You're saving a lot of money. You're not getting as fat. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot Some of definite pros. And, like, you know, consuming substances isn't an integral part of my identity. And so it's like, Anymore. okay, I'm not right. <laughs> not so right exactly i'm not like a 15 year old anymore but um but i guess similarly like the 15 year olds in the in the straight edge scene like it is very much a part of their identity to not consume that stuff right and i think hopefully as you get older you understand that there's like nuance to to life and you uh but that's the problem is that i don't feel like earth crisis acknowledges any nuance like they profit off of the complete you know just our way or you get shot like <laughs> i don't know like or we Hold fire on. Bomb your hold, bar. On, hold on, hold on, you said profit. <laughs> <laughs> that leads me to believe that there is Earth crisis money. <laughs> How do I get said Earth crisis money? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I guess they're not making a ton of profit, but maybe they are. Maybe they're off touring. Who knows? Um, the thing about it is, like the shit. They're obviously again with the funky riffs and with the the rap rock and shit. They are trying to appeal to a mainstream audience clearly with this album and I'm thinking about like a song like this it's like do you really think that some like new metal teens were gonna up and throw their fucking Purdue chicken nuggets at the wall and just be like I'm done <laughs> like, yeah actually I wonder about that do you think that happened to anyone in, on earth that were in that like crossover they, from they the cro- new metal world. They were world? like corn fans, and then they listened to this and became straight edge vegan. Did that happen to any? I don't know. Maybe I bet. Yeah, I bet. maybe I, I, some I, of them did. So, right. So here's the thing. I'd say yes, but they were super young in the corn. Like they were probably young kids. Right. And like you know what I mean? Because that can lead into the next thing. Like if you're super young and impressionable. Would you say it's a gateway drug? To- <laughs> well, corn is a gateway drug to meth. <laughs> so it's good that they. <laughs> They found the way. Oh, Listen, why are you hating on corn right now? No, I love corn. Don't fucking get <laughs> oh me wrong. Oh my god, I can't believe you say that with such corn vigor. Is corn is good. The first corn album oh is god. great. Corn invented this music that fucking Earth Crisis is playing. They invented it. Corn invented new guys, metal. Do these guys not fuck either? Are they part of the? I doubt it. That, that is like one of those <laughs> things. Did any they, of not yeah. for lack of trying? I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. They. I don't. No, I don't know. I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you, but like in the main like straight edge like you will meet the yeah, most right. dirt bag of dirt bags in the straight edge community that's just like well it's the uh, fine casual like right <laughs> right so fine promiscuous right the, right the straight edge people are fucking right? yeah for <laughs> sure like more so than anyone else because <laughs> you're denying every yeah, other yeah 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 well, well it, like we're in love because I love my friends that I fuck <laughs> like, <laughs> these so, guys though I don't know I mean the lead singer looks like an adult Lil Xan. <laughs> um, yeah, he doesn't look great. He looks, uh, He's all bandana. <laughs> for, the, for the record, he has put on about 70 pounds. Yeah. What happened to his vegan lifestyle? I told you. They Oreos. Just <laughs> <laughs> the calories add up. <laughs> Have you seen the mega stuff? Like, there's no way you're not like putting on like pounds with those things. Also, this doesn't have the last of the last of the last less, but it does have a repeating line in it, which is Behold the Dawn. And I think it's like, I forget how, I can't remember it, but I think he's like, he like, he like stretches it out. So it's not like you get like four lasts in like a second. This is like, you get like, how many, oh, seven Behold the Dawns, (laughs) and they're all drawn out. It's like, what are we beholding? Who's Dawn? Who's (laughs) Dawn? 
it's the dawn of the the dawn dw sorry the the dawn of the bio machines dude the dawn of the bio machines behold yeah maybe this was these 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 robots these nano machine robots that they're gonna make they're gonna force feed you meat in the future or something dude don't you think that with like genetic modification like again what do you have to say about the impossible burger my dudes yeah right like like we're only gonna get further away right Right? that is totally a bio machine but it's what's the impossible burger? oh it's like for vegans it's It's like a uh, it's like a jack it's a vegan patty that like legit like tastes like real meat to real meat it's pretty good i've had it yeah well they they do vegans hate soy they can't hate soy right but like isn't soy modified like uh, they're soy boys I guess that's no, the whole soy boy beta cucks. <laughs> they love Alpha cucks. Because <laughs> it's Spanish for I am. And that's what this crisis is. I am. It's about me. It's about me. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly right. Soy. <laughs> Yo, soy. Straight edge. <laughs> Uh, this next song is called Killing Brain Cells, <laughs> and it's about how drugs are bad and people who do them are bad. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this song, dude. I think what's funny is at the beginning when I did that rap thing, it might have sounded like you were ribbing me about how I was rapping the lyrics, but like, no, it's like a hundred percent like it was. There was no ribbing there. It's all like, I got a thing to say and the thing and it's not It's not even like as good as the way Limp Bizkit does it either. It's like pod. It's like Christian <laughs> new metal. Right. Well, and it's very one note. It's bludgeoning you. It is, it, again, there's not an ounce of subtlety, right? Which, not like this is a genre known for its subtlety, but but <laughs> um, it is like being fucking bludgeoned over the head with such obvious <laughs> bullshit. It's so, like, nothing punker than social Darwinism, right? Like, like literally saying that, like, the whole, so those, let's just read the lyrics that you just heard. So, roaches crawl in the filth of vice what's deserved is what they receive suffer the pain they bring to themselves then deny the ruin try to shift the blame onto those who are unresponsible sink down in a listless state a complacent half-life vicious barbaric impulsiveness walking corpses decay yeah yeah i mean that's pretty typical hard uh, well, you, straight you, edge is song. that is that is that because i fucking i have so there's so much i can say about yeah, how that's, wrong that is that's often the sentiment with straight edge music is like basically like if you do drugs it's your fault no outside factors could contribute to you wanting to do drugs and it's going to kill you and it makes you a bad person that's <laughs> like Wait, am, I, am i wrong am i off so base here ryan listen listen <laughs> Listen. Yes, go go on, Ryan. I'm just, I'm just saying you didn't read the rest of the lyrics where he brings it around and makes it very positive and wants to help people that are have addiction and don't read the rest of them because I'm full of shit. Because <laughs> no. that never happens. And again, and literally not acknowledging anything about systems, right? And, including, you want to make a fucking song about how drugs are terrible? Like, why don't you make a fucking song about the pharmaceutical companies, about fucking Purdue Pharma, which in the Boston Globe today, they had a whole article about how Purdue Pharma literally 
fucking um, created like media campaigns to discredit the sobbing mothers of overdose teenagers because they didn't want that to come out. Now that's fucking evil. You know what I mean? Like that's a fucking evil thing to take aim at and to fucking criticize or like, I don't know, like fucking childhood trauma or like abuse or like all these things that fucking, you know what? And homelessness and fucking economic inequality and injustice. It like, you know, the, the systems and things right. around these behaviors. If you're only focusing on individual behaviors, you lose any, any context of institutions. Yeah. It's definitely missing the forest for the trees. Absolutely. Know, right? you know, if they're, if they care so much about making the world a better place, right. like, why Is are this they the way victim, to do it? Why are they victim blaming so bad? You know, I'm kind of curious how old they were when they wrote this record though. Cause that's too kind of old. <laughs> they started in 89. <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah. <laughs> too fucking old. Um, and I'm too old for this. I feel like, should we, uh, should we move we on? We gotta speed this up. We gotta do it. So, all right. So we're going to move on to, uh, Ark of Descent. This is the one with the hot singing part. This is the one that it sounds like another song that is, pro- I wish was another song. <laughs> They counted Fishbone as an influence because that does kind of sound like Sunless Saturday. I'm yeah, just going to yeah. say that part. That was the uh, bright spot of the album for me. Everything else, this is the part of the album where it goes down to me having absolutely no notes. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're be- getting there. <laughs> Let's just look at my phone real quick and look at the lyrics. It looks like someone fell asleep on the keyboard. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just repeated shit. <laughs> like, that's, it seriously looks like someone just fell asleep on F. And, like, just <laughs> that is appropriate. This is a long F <laughs> of an album. <laughs> um yeah, I got no notes on this one. <laughs> yeah, my it's, only note was that it sounded like a much better Fishbone song. I was trying to briefly. figure out maybe 311. Yeah, well, yeah. What those vocals remind me of cuz they're all over this album and It's and this is another fucking red pill anthem. Like it's all about like, oh, we peek behind the veil, but again, in the most limited myopic way. Right? right? It's just such a it The the solutions I don't disagree with you that like and I would just want to put this on the record. Like I don't disagree that like living a, uh, a vegan lifestyle can be like a, a healthy choice and is better for the environment. Absolutely, totally, and is is can be better for your for your life. Probably better people. morally too. I mean, and probably better morally. Yeah, exactly. Especially like land mammals. It's like you know they do have some significant sentience, and I don't I don't equate them to fucking fish and chickens to be honest. But like, and not people. And and that's the thing is where it comes down to me is that people matter more. You know, and we're also animals, right? I'm sorry. Like I have to. Do you know. You're only saying that because you're not a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> what about a chicken's feelings? How do you know? <laughs> Look who's just, you know, being narrow-minded now. I know. <laughs> but that's the thing is, that's the shit the fucking PETA says. They equate speciesism, this idea of, like, superiority of, like, whatever, to racism. They fucking do all of this shit. And I feel like Earth Crisis is not far off from that. I feel like they're probably pretty aligned with that with that belief system. And, and again, it's just so, like, just focused on individual behaviors and and n- not understanding any larger context or not wanting to understand not ch- choosing 
actively not to understand. Yeah, I mean, I don't... sucks. You're extrapolating a lot from very little substance here. (laughs) Is that what you got from the lyrics? Like, I didn't get anything. They're sick. I showed you them. (laughs) Someone fell... It's F. (laughs) It's uh, time's up to decide. Now it's time to choose a side. And that's most of the song. They say that... uh, 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, yes, they do. Um, no, it's be- the part, this is the part that I was referring to was a uh, truth serum injected into the situation. <laughs> so now I know, separated the real from the false, and now I'm better off than I ever was. Of course you fucking are. Is he saying he's doing the best he ever did? <laughs> God. Is he doing the best that he can? Mike Dodd. My noted straight edge vegan (laughs) hardcore band Godsmack. Also, for the record, you kind of sang that part and he just talks it. That part of the song, he talks it. He's just like, yeah, so the uh, the truth serum injected into the uh, situation, uh, mom. Uh, It sounds like he's talking to his mother. Like He's like very aggressive to his mother. He's like, so now I know, duh. uh, It's a pretty tenuous. Yeah, mom. It's a pretty tenuous. Go to my was, room, uh, mom. Turn gonna... a phrase there. Uh, the truth serum injected into the situation. <laughs> what, what the fuck does that mean? What does that fucking mean? You don't get Also, that? I thought we were going to make it through a whole fucking episode without referencing Godsmack, Mike Dunn, no, and I guess we well, can. No, we never will. <laughs> to the end of time. Godsmack. Well, that's because Godsmack is sick. <laughs> <laughs> you ever almost joined the Navy because of Godsmack? <laughs> <laughs> You just get a Godsmack at the, the ROTC table at your high school. It's like... Oh, I'm in. <laughs> you get a complimentary tribal... Or uh, what was yeah. it? With a face tat? What, what fucking stupid face tat does it's he like have? A or is it just star. His mole? It's a star. Oh, a star yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he's a wicked... Sully Erna is over at the ROTC table just giving henna tattoos he had burning a, incense. He had a book... And the back of it was just like coming from the mean streets of Lawrence. I was like, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Speaking of being out, let's move on to the next song here. This is uh, Behind the Wire. It sure is. Uh, for the record, what I wrote for notes on this one is straight sick. Because I love this song. You loved the- Arc of Descent? No, no. I, I like oh. Behind the Wire. Oh, wait. Do we... Do we we, do we missed we we skipped mechanism. Uh, all right, all let's right, do so mechanism first. Then okay, let's do mechanism. Here we go. not bad no this tricked me again though and i even wrote it down because i didn't read what i wrote <laughs> and then when it <laughs> happened again it was like oh i should have read what i wrote and been ready for it because the second he drops reality you think it's about to bust into this hard ass part yeah and it's just like wow wow my guitar isn't in tune and it really <laughs> pisses me off <laughs> i was about to get hyped i was like i'm gonna give this album a second chance. i wasn't but i yeah there are parts of there are good parts of every song i'd say you know i yeah. think every song has like one good riff and it's usually like the part that's It's just the same riff in every the heart, song. The heartbeat of, <laughs> of this album, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah, I, I guess I, th- I think I liked this one a little bit more because uh, I think the lyrics are like anti-imperialist, which again I can get more behind. Like, but like militantly anti-imperialist. So I don't know. Yeah. But it was it was fine. This one was fine to me. Um, except I, I was making fun of his like pronunciation of these words. Again, you can't really like parse them out. But 
but he said like plaque of the earth instead of plague. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? Uh, it's a, a Syracuse accent, duh, <laughs> mom. <laughs> I call it a plague. A plaque. <laughs> a plaringo plaque. Listen, when they were touring in Prague, <laughs> he got a plaque. In yeah. Prague. In Prague. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I have to say about yeah, this one. Yeah, I got the Sua behind the wire. All right. Because this is the sixth song, and I only liked the song only by accident because it was on Victory Style 4, and I used to just listen to that all the way through. All right, well, let's... Uh, it's let's... not good. It's not good. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, let's see if... Uh... It's straight up rapping. <laughs> okay, well, here's Behind the Wire. It's I Like It by Accident. <laughs> 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 Do you want to continue that? So bad. <laughs> keep, going, keep going. I'll let you. It's, then we won't get sued for the going. <laughs> yeah, because they definitely don't yeah, have that have... profit you're talking oh, yeah. about. They, <laughs> yeah. they can certainly afford legal counsel, I'm sure. <laughs> for sure. I, it makes sense you like this song, though, because earlier, be, off mic, we were talking about, uh, you're a big fan of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games. I am. I and am. Th- this song sounds like it could be in like one of the early pro- Tony Hawk. It definitely because no. I like hardcore and new metal. But the thing is, is when you liked fucking Tommy Lee, you liked Methods of oh, Mayhem. Oh, Methods of Mayhem was way better than this. Yeah, I guess at least he was fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> Ryan's face here is. And move it on to the next song. We're gonna. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what are your uh, What are your thoughts about this, Ryan? Go ahead. Methods of Mayhem, dude. <laughs> Look, I know. I agree. I, I rated it very I get, low. I get crucified for this in every fucking episode, so I'm used. You to should. Lay it on me. Lay it on me. I thought I got is... nothing to lay on. Like that just sucks. Like there's nothing to say <laughs> other than that sucks. <laughs> like I can't even articulate how bad it sucks because it just sucks. Right. Like that's <laughs> this actually might be, be slightly better than Methods of Mayhem. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Oof. It might be. I think you know this has better riffs. Yeah, this has saying, better riffs. They're not saying jizzy jism. On Did you, this. Methods of Mayhem <laughs> definitely better lyrics. Did you know that if you play Methods of Mayhem to the pan Anderson Tommy Lee sex tape it lines up perfectly <laughs> god when he does get naked that's the part where get, they get naked get naked ride the cock okay alright we gotta come uh, on baby make it hot <laughs> any other thoughts about this uh, song uh, this one's another one about slaughterhouses I guess uh, that's all I said um, it's just straight sick and I, I like the rap part I just like the rap part give me that rap come on it's like everything it's not like it's everything what is it no it's I always thought it was everything behind the way it was imprisoned behind the wire. Oh, see, you can't even tell the difference between the words imprisoned and everything on this it album because like it every- doesn't make any sense. First of all, if I'm being honest, everything's a better lyric. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Imprisoned. Yeah, they're definitely trying to put in too many fucking, like, extra syllables on this album. All right, we're almost we're almost through it. We Let's, have three three oh songs left. Jesus Christ. This one uh, is called Mass Arrest and uh, they're all cops or bastard songs. Not even. This it's one's not like, even. No, this one's like warning you about the about RoboCop, I think. Yes. That's what this is. <laughs> yeah. So let's hear it. I'm in. <laughs> Fuck you, 
That riff sounds like someone lost a game show. Where it's just like, oh, he fell in the pit. No, 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 no. The part where it's like, no, 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 Like, oh, fuck. Mark Summers just said I lost Double Dare. I think we did all lose Double Dare together today. These lyrics are really funny to me. Oh, they are. I love robotics and machinery could tip the scales of power to an elite few. Their wealth upon wealth amassed, a post-industrial plantation enforced by a surveillance police state. It's like, yo, this shit is already happening. It, yes, yeah, TVH. What do true. robots and machinery have to do with the robot? The, what, are they, also, what are they warning us about with robotics and machinery? Also, like the only like the only difference between this dystopian future and the one that we're currently living in is that the last people they're trying to round up is some angry white boys screeching about the meat industry. Like the most protected cast of people in our society is angry white men. So like you're okay, dude. So like you're gonna be fine. No one's putting you in a camp. Oh, I also want to say this. Um, Robocop will. When I said this was all cops are bastards, you know, Robocop still falls under the umbrella of a cop, right? Robo. <laughs> <laughs> Robocop is a bastard. He is. I mean, all cops, yes, robotic listen, and alive are bastards. Listen, Earth Crisis hated nuke, okay? Is that an obscure <laughs> reference? Or no, I got it. Okay, That's... good. Yeah, again, like, mass arrest could have been about the prison industrial complex. It is. Could... No, but it's but not. But it's also about robots. No, it's not. It's talking about fucking, like, it's not talking about the prison industrial complex in any, like, definitive way in right, any no, way it's kind of saying like oh the prison industrial complex could happen be careful it's like it's already Wait, happening it literally dude. has been happening it's like it's some all... Alex Jones shit where but the you're... prison industrial complex is like gonna be FEMA camps <sighs> that's you know right exactly and, it's, and it shows again a total lack of like of institutional and like systemic knowledge around like what our lives like are like can you really say to like any person of color and like you know eventually we're gonna have robots that are putting us in camps and forcing us on plantations and people are like wait what like, like dude we literally have prison labor like all across our country that like funds like and like produces there, all sorts of like uh, c- consumer uh, goods that we purchase on a daily basis like from prison labor like fucking Joe Arpaio oh yeah are they that, just mad that, are they just mad the robots are gonna take hold all on. these law enforcement jobs uh, <laughs> oh wait it wasn't earth crisis with PETA but I found out that PETA was in fa- supported Joe Arpaio in his who literally put human beings in concentration camps and has advocated for and got pardoned by President Trump for doing this and he um, because he got prosecuted and was found guilty of putting human beings in fucking in prison labor camps with no uh, in like 120 degree heat with no water and he, because he cut costs by taking all meat out of the fucking <laughs> out of the fucking prison he's a hero he's a hero and they supported his re-election that I think sums this whole fucking hypocrisy up for me it's like if you're an actual human being that's actually oppressed in society fuck you we don't yeah. care but if you you know because you eat meat like what? Yeah. Or, uh, or even, uh, when I was reading about the God. when I was reading about the abortion stuff, I found this quote from this interview. Oh my god! Um, and this is with Biff and Zippy, who were two other dudes from the band. Oh, uh, so okay. it was Biff from Back to the Future. So also, af- those are the whitest names I've ever heard. But do go on. <laughs> so the interviewer says, after reading your lyrics, I see you've taken a strong stance on abortion as a band. And Biff says, Well, we are totally against abortion, but we still consider ourselves pro-life. I mean, choice, as long as the mother doesn't do drugs or eat meat. 
And then uh, the oh. interviewer says, I don't really understand what you're saying. You're saying it's okay, only okay to have an abortion if the mother is straight edge and vegan. And then oh, Byron, another dude in the band, says, well, if the mother isn't, she doesn't really count anyway. Whether or not her baby lives is pretty irrelevant. And then the interviewer is like... Are you I'm, fucking kidding me? Is like, this a real thing? Can we be honest? Like, Don, I fucking... Can't believe that this is true. Is this really true? So, all right. So, you really can't hate that conviction, though. They're, they're all. <laughs> they are uh, all in. <laughs> I found this on a on a. All right, I will say I found this on a Tumblr blog. And okay. It linked. <laughs> it linked to the original article, but the original article is no longer on the internet. Um, the thing is, is that I don't. Not I. It's I do believe that that's something that they would have said. Do you believe yeah, that you as a as a fan kind of? And then the Ryan, what do you <laughs> weigh in here? Because that is one of the most vile things I've ever heard a human being say. I didn't even get to what Zippy said. Oh God! It's simple. If this girl is stupid enough to get knocked up, she really doesn't deserve <laughs> to live. Real. Someone that stupid wouldn't be vegan anyway. Okay, I feel like that has to be like satirical, but I do believe that like they said something along those lines. No, I mean. And this is on like a trans hardcore person's blog <laughs> saying like uh, this is the deal with Earth Crisis like don't support this band if you consider yourself a feminist <laughs> right like any feminists were like <laughs> really loving Earth Crisis well I guess female hey. feminists female feminists right because there are no females there I'm just saying I'm just saying but, I mean and how can you really be part of like be a feminist if you don't like critique your movements and like the parts of, I'm sorry well hello we're at the end of the show and I still want to be friends with you. <laughs> I just want to say that I like how deep you guys go into this, and I'm so like stupid <laughs> with this. I'm like, mass arrest. Maybe they got arrested in Massachusetts. You think it was Newton? <laughs> like, 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 you guys are like, this is bullshit. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. It was probably Brookline. They probably got arrested in Brookline. <laughs> so this is from this is from Decibel magazine. So yeah, I feel these like are that's quotes. These more. are quotes from a book about them. I'm pretty sure yes. I found the same article. Yeah. So this is Greg Benick in this article saying the only thing I can't back about Earth Crisis was their anti-abortion stance. Over the years, Earth Crisis had gotten a pass on their early days with their anti-abortion stance in the same way the bad brains get a pass for being homophobic. We're very selective in our thinking about history sometimes. And then Carl... Bweckner is that one of the members of the band? Yeah, I think he. Yeah, oh yeah, that's okay. Yeah, Beekner, I believe is the pronunciation. Whatever. For most of the band, we were and still are in two hundred percent agreement that most abortions are the outright murder of a defenseless human being. Ultimately, it's no different than what happens to an animal in a slaughterhouse. Both beings are victims for either someone's convenience or profit. Okay. Obviously, these are not things that people want to hear because they are in direct contrast to what the powers that be deluge our minds with, such as a fetus doesn't feel pain and animals exist for us to slaughter and devour. Yeah, exactly. Those are equivalent. Equivalent, yeah. Uh, These lies lead to death, misery, and regret. Whoa. Fucking Christ. Horseshoe theory is so real, man. It's so real. It's all the same thing, man. I'm voting for Jill Stein. Right. Again, this like very black and white thinking about what is and what isn't okay. and that Black and an white obje- like all their t-shirts and flyers. Right. Right. Like there's an objective truth and there's an objective morality and they're the only ones who have figured it out and that we're all sheeple for questioning that or for saying like, oh, well, maybe there's, you know, 
this is more complex than that. Whatever. Yeah. All yeah, right. I think we got it. Right, let's do the last two songs. <laughs> Please. <Should laughs> now. We do back let's to just back? do them back to back. Right. I'm just so like simple-minded with things, and you guys are like, this is bullshit. I'm like, you guys have definitely points, but I'm just so stupid I can't chime in. So I'm going to make dumb jokes and be like, yeah, Massachusetts and Reds, guys. <laughs> Robocop's a cop, too. No, hey, no. You, that's, that's great. That was a good point. That was a good point. <laughs> The RoboCop is not going to pass. <laughs> All, right. All right. So this is Hair Trigger followed by Escape, which I'm thrilled to escape this album. Let's let's listen. both those songs <laughs> i gotta i gotta say i gotta admit that i've been kind of been just been bobbing my head to every song we played this entire time and the right i mean i bob my i bob my head too but like i just think that's just habit and i like to do that <laughs> and i like to get the, the, the sideways spirit fingers facing each other when you get because it's new metal you know? <laughs> <laughs> to anyone listening if you're yes. wondering what it is take your hands get the fingers pointing at each other move them up and down and bob your head and that's the new metal spirit fingers <laughs> oh yeah dude love that. that's amazing <laughs> I've never heard that term, and that is so. When it's right, it's right, and it's really right. <laughs> I I just think um, I think these guys get it right uh, about thirty percent of the time on these songs. I think when it actually sounds like hardcore, which usually there's a couple parts per song, like I think I'm pretty easily entertained by that style of music. Like it's it, you don't need to do much to satisfy me. Yeah, it's these other experiments they're doing in, in <laughs> new adventures in new it's called growing metal. uh mike <laughs> yeah, yeah it's no, called maturing <laughs> that's the thing maybe the, i mean that's the growing problem sideways is <laughs> hardcore bands, lateral growth hardcore bands should or never we- mature i think it's the lesson that i have imparted from this album i'll be young till i die am i is right if with hardcore if it ain't broke don't fix it right and don't get old and don't get fat off of oreos i guess <laughs> from all that lateral growth um i think that's actually this is a great segue into into rating right because i think we've said what needs to be said about this album so now we have to rate the album and because you are our guest ryan you get to pick uh the quantifier by which we are rating this album so we rate every album on a scale of zero to negative five because everything we review review on the show is terrible um zero is like a true neutral it's like fucking boring and blah whatever but it's not like totally terrible and like a negative six is broken side like it's so terrible that it's in its own scale um we don't want to break the scale too up we don't want to break zero the negative scale five. so it's got to be a zero to negative it's got to be broken side to get the negative six yeah they're the worst band ever in the world so it is what it is um so yeah so we can do zero to negative five uh so like we did the simpsons sing the blues and that was zero to negative five poochies and uh <laughs> we did like uh the how could it be by um um, 
Eddie, uh, Eddie Murphy. Murphy, and that was uh, zero to negative five piles of cocaine. Yes. Um, zero to negative five uh, butt pisses is what we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, because this album feels like somebody pissing in your butt, or like? No, no, a butt pisses outwards. Oh. <laughs> you yeah. piss out your butt. <laughs> so this album is just <laughs> diarrhea. Yeah, yeah, but like that's not fun. Diarrhea. All right, I love that. I love that. So, um, would you like to take a stab at this? Would you want to rate it on a scale of zero to negative five? And you can use decimals. I mean, we're not monsters here. So. <laughs> but how do you do decimal butt pisses? You know, I, I, mean? I, I guess. Yeah, you can't really do half and half. It's all uh, all in or, or not. Yeah, <laughs> or all out as the case may be. Maybe the anal leakage without it actually spraying right. out. The gamble. Oh, all right. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, well, now I kind of like want to be like maybe it's not multiple butt pisses, but it's the degree. It's because it's like right. is, it, is it the one where it's like the butt sneeze? <laughs> <laughs> Just get a little spray, or is it like a fire hose? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's bad. That's bad. Where it's like that feels solid but you know what nope. that's straight liquid <laughs> like that's a, well that's, it's from that vegan diet it's all that fiber <laughs> it's all the fucking leafy greens man it just shoots right out of you so okay so how would you rate this album zero to negative five butt pisses see this is tough because i'm trying to think about like because it, it, so it's unlistenable for, for me and it, like if i'm being honest like just a regular earth crisis like record i like is probably at least like a negative one butt piss <laughs> <laughs> so you know what i mean like <laughs> i recognize how terrible the music is it's just like yeah it's just how i like things i guess <laughs> just kind of hate myself i think <laughs> i'm very self-deprecating so i listen to earth crisis i um <laughs> isn't being on a podcast therapeutic <laughs> let some things out process some stuff uh but no, I don't think it, it. It's I mean, you know what I mean. Like the quality of it, it's like the the recording quality is not too terrible. It, it 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 does have some fibers of it being an Earth Crisis record. They are trying to sell out, and like it's negative negative three butt pisses. Negative okay, three butt pisses. negative three. Yeah. All right. What about you, Mike? Um. Yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, they do a lot wrong here. They do a little bit right. Yeah. Um, it almost, I think you could cut this down to about 12 minutes of a good album if you just cut out all the rapping <laughs> As and all the singing. As a fucking proper hardcore right, album first of all, should be, yeah, about not, 12 minutes long. Not all the rapping. Please just leave <laughs> Behind the Wire the way it is. <laughs> just change the world to everything Behind the Wire. <laughs> okay, yeah. We'll, so I can be right. <laughs> sure. We'll give them Behind the Wire. We'll, I'll throw you that bone. <laughs> that's so we don't get beat up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, Listen, I just don't want change victory style for <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i don't know i mean look we've listened to a lot of really bad music on here and uh, it, can, it gets a lot worse than it this. does it does so i'm only gonna give this a negative two butt pisses yeah wow yeah yeah yeah, I think if we're going on the scale, I mean, if we're trying to be somewhat like objective here, because there is only one truth, and I'm always right, 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 and right and wrong, right. very clear, direct. There's only um, one truth, and it's that uh, the you should die if you eat meat, right? And you will die if and you, you do d- drugs, right? But you'll deserve it, I and it's your kill fault. You first. And I'll kill you. Um, yeah, if you're trying to use an objective scale here, I think you're right, and about like a third of the album is listen listenable, or like maybe a little less, maybe a quarter. So in that case a negative two seems about right, right? I am the worst critic in all this? <laughs> because, listen, well, here's the thing. We've been doing this. this you is want epi- them to come at me and not you. <laughs> this is episode You what? want the phone call like they, they got to me. <laughs> Hide your shit, they're coming. Right? We're, just co- we're just covering our asses. No, this is episode 34, my this, dude. So we've been on a fucking, like, it's, it's been This is going to be like times. the ring. Like, don't watch the Earth Crisis VHS tape because they come and murder you if you watch it eight days after. 
or whatever. <laughs> Listen, they don't have a lot of protein in their system, so they can come at me, bruh. No, I'm just kidding. No, I don't they'll know. kill. They're, they will. I don't want to die. I want to get killed by like an adult little Zan. Like, no, no, a militant vegan. That would be the worst death. Um, no, I. It really. It is. Um, it's probably the best. Uh, you can talk your way out of it. <laughs> you're like you're killing a living thing. You know that. <laughs> this goes against every lyric. <laughs> Off of Slither, which I loved, by the way. I gave it a negative two. Yeah. You should kick the shit out of Ryan again, even yeah, though he gave us the heads up you were coming. Ryan Threat, I have his MySpace profile here. You can look him up. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's probably the best new metal. I do like it probably better than, I don't know. No, I don't. Do I like it better than Tommy Lee? Ah, I hated Tommy Lee so much, but he was fucking stupid fun like and hilarious that in a lot of ways. album was shorter, too. And the album was shorter, and they had like some fun guest stars. Like, this is just it's so plotting it's so joyless it's so one note and just hammer 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 at home it's like reading one of those sanctimonious zines like at a that fucking earth foods cafe yeah, it's a zine with too many words they're just trying Hold to on. hit like the, the, i bet words. i can get you to negative three with this argument <laughs> <laughs> yo if you want to argue me down i, I can argue down with this or offer right. yeah this was there at attempt at mainstream success. Yeah. So everything they <laughs> yeah. said is dialed down. Think about what they would have wanted to oh say if they're like, this is the hardcore record. <laughs> like, think about how more aggressive but, they would have been. Right, but then even then they would have had the guts to fucking, to, to stand by something, right? And this one, it's like middling, like uh, militants. I don't know. It's, yeah, I could do without all of it, for sure. <laughs> I'm definitely um, never going to listen to it again. Absolutely but never. Um, behind the wire? <laughs> I really don't want to get beat up. Um, <laughs> I'm like, we can have a conversation, guys. Come Listen, on this pod. is a record everyone listened to once, and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I actually saw a band covering, like, like when I was looking through the like, YouTube videos, there's a band covering Slither. I'm like, if you're going to cover an Earth Crisis song... <laughs> What are you what? doing? <laughs> Who are you? Like, I'm like, I would Google you, but I don't want to give you the hits. Like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me. He doesn't have any hits <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Um, yeah, Earth Crisis, negative, negative 2.5 for you, Ryan. For you. Negative okay. um, 2.5. Meet so, in the middle. Well, you know what? I- I'm going negative 4. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true hardcore kid. As soon as there's a compromise, no! <laughs> I don't believe in compromise. <laughs> I'm on my side and you're on yours. You know what I'm doing? I'm giving you those two points so they come after you first <laughs> Carl go for them first they live at uh, I don't know where they live <laughs> Ryan thank you so fucking much for being on the thank show with us today this was a lot of fun oh my goodness it truly was a blessing uh, and I'm gonna stick by that statement <laughs> uh, we've been through a lot together um, uh, please uh, make sure please protect us <laughs> um, but why don't you uh, tell us about stuff you got coming up alright um um, I can't think of a month ahead, but I will say this. Uh, my social media, Twitter and Instagram is Ryan X, you know, like the edgeman I am. Uh, Shay, the hardest kids put an X by their name. Uh, <laughs> Those were all the hottest screen names back in, oh, the, man. in the game days. Follow me on, yeah, or, or just even look if you want to see when I'm doing shows. Um, also, my Twitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tell us about the po- the podcast and the Twitch. Yeah, so uh, I decided to do a live stream retro video game podcast because I figured no comedians had ever um, <laughs> done that. And I was like, yeah. like, my little brother's friends were like, yeah, you should do like live streaming because like, you're talking shit and we're laughing. And I'm like, yeah, but I can't play these. Like, you need to be good at games. I was like, I'll do retro games. I was like, has anyone ever interviewed like comedians? 
opinions on this. And like, I also do look. I've got. I've actually got a professional UFC fighter coming on on uh, Thursday. Cool, Mike Rodriguez. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, but in musicians too. Um, I'd love to have you guys on. That'd be fun. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. We'd love, I'd love to, to do come it. on and play Tony Hawk. I can manual for so fucking long. <laughs> we can we, play, can we please play Diddy Kong Racing? My album. Oh yeah, that. we can. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> or uh, we can talk about how great the Crazy Taxi uh, <laughs> soundtrack is. Yeah. It's only one song, that and you it's need. awesome. All right, Stoppies. That's that's a good place as any to stop. Why don't you continue? Can you sing us out with that, please, everybody? <laughs> Give me the Crazy Taxi. I. I I, well, I say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. We are Make It Stop, and you can find us on Twitter and on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Make It Stopcast. You can go to www.makeitstoppodcast.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Google Play and Spotify. <laughs> I was doing the verse. I was doing the verse guitar part. Give me a Okay. Offspring's sick, right? We yes, we that. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're big offspring. Pro Comes offspring full podcast. circle. All right. Bye, Stoppy. Bye. Bye. The Make It Stop podcast is recorded at the Boston Free Radio podcast studio located at Somerville Media Center in Union Square in Somerville. It is produced and edited by Heather McCormick, and the music that we use for our show has been produced by Patrick Ahern. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.